and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And we're being evacuated because of asbestos. Yeah, guys, um, there was a, a pipe that exploded like not, on our street. Like, yeah, like not far from where we are. And apparently it has shot a bunch of asbestos into the air. Right. So today's episode is going to be short. Yeah, we're going to skip the getting through you through the week and the one more thing and just bring you the the essential news because I think yeah. we're trying to evacuate. <laughs> yeah, I think we're trying to leave. As much as we love doing the podcast, as much as we love bringing you news, I don't want to die yeah. from asbestos. <laughs> right. Although we have heard some mixed messages yes. about whether or not you should stay inside versus whether you should leave, leave actually. Yeah. But either way, I feel my chest tightening and <laughs> yeah. I think it's probably because I know that there's asbestos en route to my lungs. Yes. Um, but disappointingly, I posted on the story that we were going to be interviewing the author of Born Trump, yes. Emily Jane Fox, today. We're, we had to reschedule that interview because we, she can't get onto our block. And also, we don't want her to get as best as. We want her to be able to write more amazing books. And so yes. we're not going to have her be exposed to asbestos. Yes. So we're going to reschedule here. and give you your little abridged episode. Yes. Brian's so lucky he's yes. not here. I know, guys. Brian is already on his way to Spain. He's and there. He has, he's there. And he has no idea idea that any of this is happening nope no must be nice (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay. and the only reason we're even doing this is because so much news has happened in the past two days yes like a crazy amount of things i feel like we're really like in the midst of a true treasonous moment yes it's actually interesting because usually like the tuesday podcast is all about like one outrage and then the thursday is about like the new outrage but we actually get to just continue on with the same, with the outrage. same outrage over Trump's just like low key treason. It's getting better and better though. Okay. So when we left off, this mm-hmm. podcast was discussing um, the statements he made in that um, like beautiful little press conference with the Putin. shit show summit. The That's what I'm summit. trying to call it in the newsletter. I'm trying to make that happen. Okay. So last we left off, he was at the shit show, shit show summit. Okay. That's a good note to know is that it's hard to say. Yes, it is. <laughs> and um, he was saying that he couldn't think there was any reason, couldn't think of any reason why Russia would have interfered in our election. Mm-hmm. Like could, what could it ever be? Um, but while Brian and Elise were recording that episode, explaining all this stuff, Trump was in that very moment changing he was in a different meeting where he then read what looks like a hostage statement off yeah. of a piece of paper yes. where he claims that his entire his entire conduct at the shit show summit is now changed because he meant to say that he couldn't think of any reason why russia would interfere in our election it wouldn't wouldn't when he meant to he, he meant said to say would wouldn't, and he said would yes, yes exactly he meant to say wouldn't and he said would and that's supposed to change everything even though like okay so like that statement was like the big takeaway but he's also like said that he believes russia so many other times and before that he was like vladimir putin gave a very strong defense like that's not even the only thing that he said right but his base is stupid and will take this here's the thing i think he only did that because he was getting a lot of criticism from fox news and from republicans and he was and he had to kind of give them cover for going for like undoing their criticism so that they could be like the president clarified everything and we're good now that's exactly what i thought listen to everything he clarified nothing because even in that statement he was like there could have been many people who meddled in our election yes even when even in his walk back he was like yeah i think it's russia but like also it could have been other people and i agree with you i think he just needed to give them like something so that they had 
something to say because it was like literally so bad what he did that like they couldn't not criticize him. Right. So they needed a way to walk back their criticisms of him. Yeah. So, okay. Interesting. So during that meet, during the meeting where he was giving that statement mm-hmm. that was obviously pre-prepared for him, he was reading it off the paper. Yes. They, you could zoom in on the paper and see that he wrote, there was no collusion in giant black block letter Sharpie marker. And he spelled collusion He's, wrong. Yes. And he also crossed out the sentence that said that the responsible parties for meddling in our election should be brought to justice because like he is the responsible responsible party exactly like what he's like there's if he says the responsible parties will be brought to justice then that means he's got to text his son he's he's got to call jared he's got to call jared back to from wherever he's at like he can't do that i think it first of all it's so funny to me that he can't spell collusion because he says it so many times and also it's like spelled basically phonetically (laughs) right i mean there are two l's in there maybe he like Thought it was like the Spanish, like why? Like he gets coercion. He gets. I know exactly, but who knows? Um, yeah. But also, I feel like this has happened to him multiple times, where people zoom in on his paper and see that it says ridiculous stuff. So it's like. It's just like the inability of this administration to learn from anything. Like, guys, they're going to zoom in on your paper. Right. Also, like, how bad can what's written on your paper be? Like, if someone zoomed in on our paper right now, I'm proud of what's written on our paper. Yeah, it would just say... I'm I'm going, I'm aligned with the paper. Yeah. The paper is what I plan to say. Anything I cross out is, like, something I stand behind. It's like, he doesn't... He doesn't get it. He doesn't fucking get it. And you touched on this earlier when you called it a hostage statement with I love because like when you see him reading these things that he doesn't want to say, he looks so sad. Yeah. Like he like you you compare it to like his rallies where he's just like going ham, like going off and he's like he's literally like glowing with hateful energy. (laughs) And then on these statements when he has to like he's being forced to like say something nice, like when he had to walk back like Charlottesville stuff and all of that. His eyes are dead. He's hunched over. He's slouching. And I'm going to do the imitation because we're being filmed right now. He's just kind of like this. And he's like, well, Mm -hmm. you know, there wasn't really an inclusion, but uh, I guess that, you know, I should, I should say something. I, I meant to say would. It's I meant like, to say wouldn't, but I said would, and everything I said yesterday was like wrong. It's like a little kid Sorry. when you make them apologize. When you're like, yeah. when you're like Timmy, you have to apologize for yeah. pulling Caitlyn's hair, and then he's like, "I'm sorry, Caitlyn." And like, what are you sorry for? And he's like, "I'm sorry for pulling her." It's just like that's how he looks doing all of these things. You can teach someone to say sorry, but you can't teach them remorse. Yeah, you can't make them mean it. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the sad things. Okay, but to further undermine this point that he's full of shit, yeah, it came out yesterday that two weeks before the inauguration, Trump was shown emails and texts, which proved like he was shown the actual emails and text messages Mm -hmm. that proved that Putin directly ordered the U.S. election hack and the fact that the election hack happened and regardless of this yesterday he was still saying it could be anyone yeah like he still said well also we'll get into this like whole thing with sarah sanders but he's still basically acting like he's on the fence about who it could be even though he's seen like 
first of all, we've seen enough evidence to, for me, I'm like, well, they definitely did this. He's right. seen way more evidence. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he's seen the most evidence. But he's also done it. So that's the, yeah. the ultimate evidence. Yeah, exactly. He also knows that it happened because he was part Involved. of it happening. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, it's just insane. And I don't understand. People, you point this out, people on the channels we watch, obviously, yeah. and the, the outlets we read point this out. But like, how is this not being said like all around? It's, I don't understand. It's wild. It's wild. It's truly wild. Okay. To further undermine <laughs> the point of his fake remorse. Yes. Okay. Yesterday, Sarah Sanders mm-hmm. was asked to press. So part of what he said with Putin was that they were going to the Russians were going to att- essentially like help us with the investigation. Yeah. It was by like talking to our intelligence. It was like it. it was like they were going to let some of the people that we've implicated on their side talk to our intelligence people. But we have to give them a bunch of U.S citizens who yeah. they want to talk to yeah so one of those people is the former u.s ambassador to russia under under obama michael mm-hmm. mcfall mm-hmm. who they want to speak to regarding his involvement with bill browder and oh, do you know who that bill is browder no can you remind me okay so bill browder is this guy who he ran a hedge fund um which a lot of the what the work he was doing was in russia mm-hmm. um he he was working in Russia. He wrote the, Okay, this is all detailed in this book called Red Notice, which mm-hmm. I could bring to you or I could highlight. <laughs> I, I read it like a few months ago before this was even like big and I didn't mm-hmm. even realize that it had implications for this. Mm-hmm. But basically, Bill Browder was working in Russia. He uncovered a lot of corruption and fucked up dealings that people in Russia were doing like oligarchs which were essentially screwing him mm-hmm. financially. So his lawyer in Russia was like defending him mm-hmm. and they killed his lawyer. So that's what her lawyer was Mag- Sergey Magnitsky. Oh which yes, is the, I've heard of which that. Which is the adoptions law. Um, wow. Yeah. Which is like a, the Magnitsky Act was was a law that the US passed to in response to the fact that the Russians had killed this this lawyer. And that was so Bill Browder was like so Bill Browder's like I guess his goal now is to essentially like avenge his lawyer. Maybe the Russians exploded the pipe on Fifth Avenue because I mean, they wanted they to stop we us. <laughs> they wanted to stop us from recording the podcast, but little do they know yes. that nothing will stop us. <laughs> <laughs> nothing will stop me from, from uncovering the details of the Russian investigation. Yes, you know, um, I'm like I'm like a, I'm in just such a great mood these weeks. I mean, yeah. even though our country's going through a, a moment of treason, I this brings me joy. Yeah, yeah Sam, Sammy has been work. She is our preeminent. Russia, Russian collusion, correspondent, scholar, correspondent, whatever you want to say. I don't know why. Something about it just like I've always I mean, loved it's spies and like it's a real intelli- I mean, it's a real conspiracy. Like it's not a conspiracy theory. It's like an actual conspiracy that really happened. Yeah. So it has all of the fun intrigue of a conspiracy theory and the added benefit of also being fucking true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, I think there needs to be a word for like conspiracies that ha- like there needs to be a different yes. word. Like this can't be undermined by by being associated with people who don't believe we landed on the moon. Although I personally don't think we landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but it is like, I mean it is. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it can't have that like crackpot association when what it is is a true giant crime web there should be a different word yeah exactly giant crime web everybody tweeted us or dm us your thoughts for what the word should be for a conspiracy theory that is real right it's not a theory it's not a theory it's like a real thing that i think technically the the fake conspiracies took the real word because conspiracy is like a legal term yeah for many people 
conspiring to commit a crime. That's like a yes. true thing. It's the crackpots who took that yes. word and made it fake. And made it. So maybe they need a new I word. Remember I listened to, I think it was like a Kennedy assassination documentary that my, said. My, that's uh, my third favorite conspiracy. <laughs> that said that uh, the, like the CIA and the FBI made conspiracy theories like associated with crackpots and stuff after the JFK assassination to try and make like anyone who believed in different conspiracies about that seem like they were crazy. Wow, you you just dropped a huge knowledge bomb <laughs> on me and I consider myself an expert in this topic. So that just brings up all the evidence. I need to text my friend right now. Like, <laughs> Sammy has left the podcast. Yeah. She got up. Yeah. She's run out of the room. That is an amazing thing. Okay, I, yeah. I'm going to share that when with everyone. When I heard everyone. that, it like really stuck with me. I think it might have been on either in a documentary or in like a podcast. I can't remember where. It might have been on Pod Save the World. I can't remember, wow. but like... Someone said that and I was like, wow, that is really interesting. It was like this thing to discredit all conspiracies in general by associating them with like crazy wow. people who like believe in. I mean, it wasn't chemtrails then, but like I'm, chemtrails. I am so going to spread that like it's the gospel. I swear <laughs> to God. Um, should we talk about Sarah Sanders? Oh, or, well, we, we just talked about her. Yes. So she basically said that she would act. She said that the president is considering mm -hmm. letting the letting Russian intelligence officers question our former ambassador under Obama to Russia, Michael McFaul, about these Bill Browder involvements. So the fact that like this is even up in the air is so fucked up. Like yeah. it's, it's basically like us handing over one of our own citizens and to the Russians. And not even just like a random citizen, like one of our like civil servants, like a person who was in our government. Also, this press conference got real testy between Sarah Sanders and this reporter who the other day she had asked President Trump in a meeting if he believed that the Russians were still trying to meddle in our elections. And he was like, no. And then everyone was like, what? And then Sarah Sanders at the press conference said he was trying to say no more questions. No, thank you. Go, go away. And then like her and this reporter got in, got like into it. What did the reporter say back to that? So the reporter was like, well, he's never just said no to dismiss like questions. people like yeah. questions before. And she keeps asking follow up questions and she keeps like keeps trying to hammer Sarah Sanders on this point. And then Sarah Sanders tries to cut it off by going to another reporter. She's like, I'm done with you. She goes to this other reporter and she's like, takes their question. And they're like, I yield my time back to the other reporter. And he's nice. like, so she can finish her question. So like the press, it was like a really like tense Ooh. press briefing. Ugh, I wish I could be in the press corps sometimes. I also <laughs> saw a picture of Sarah Sanders today. And I think that she looked, she looked older in the picture than she ever like had looked to me before. And I was like, oh my God, it's like wearing on her. Good. Like, I hope it's your happening. lies eat you from the inside it, out. I was like, it's happening because like she, I mean, she's a young woman. She, but this picture, she looked like it, it struck me that she looked older than I felt like she looked in other pictures. Like she just like had a more furrowed brow. There were more lines on her face. And I was like, it's happening. Like the lies. Yeah. There's, they're, they're eating you. They're eating I mean, you up. <laughs> I can imagine getting attacked because it's not just the reporters who are attacking her. Trump is obviously also attacking her yeah. and like, tr and like psychologically abusing her as he does to everyone around I him. I mean, being his press secretary, I mean, obviously she's complicit. I don't have any love laws for her, but God damn, that yeah. job must suck right. ass. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> here's, here's another thing. 
just to, this is a kind of, a, it's weird that I'm using this as like a feminist statement, but Sarah Sanders has toughed this shit out longer than any of his male press sec- secretaries. True. That just show women can fucking put up with shit. Women I, can handle things more than men can. I think that's why he puts, and we've talked about this a little bit, but like he puts women in all these like front facing positions because like, women do have a lot of skills to like adeptly navigate kind of like dicey conversations, weird situations. Like we learn how to like navigate, navigate weird scenarios. Obviously Sarah Sanders, Kellyanne Conway, Hope Hicks, they're using their powers for evil. Hope Hicks, where is she? I, I think she's going to be on Bachelor in Paradise. (laughs) I think she's going to paradise, dude. Imagine imagine if Hope Hicks emerged in like, in like a year and she was like 300 pounds. Like she just like, she just let herself go. I mean, God bless. Maybe like, because of the stress of being questioned by the Mueller team. It will weigh on you. That kind of thing will weigh on you. Yeah. I wonder what she's doing. Okay. Speaking of women, there's a woman who I really we got to talk about yes. her. Elise got started. Elise brought her as the thing getting her through the week. I think on the Tuesday episode, yes. but there has been there's so, been so much, much more. Okay, Maria Butina, twenty nine year old American University international relations student slash Russian spy Maria Butina. She's incredible. This woman, we're never gonna forget her name. No, she's like the Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, name. she's like. Forever, yes, Latina. Forever, she has two eyes in her name, Maria. I didn't. Oh, I didn't even realize she had two eyes in Maria. Yeah, she does. Wow. Okay, so not the one eye with two dots, which nope. I also don't know what that means. But it's I've seen it. It's an umlaut. It. Ooh, it's German. Um, okay, so she was arrested on Sunday and thrown into jail. Um, she had a bail hearing, I believe, yesterday, Wednesday, and they wouldn't let her out because she's a flight risk. Yeah, because <laughs> she was literally texting people being like, hey, can you get me a flight out of the U.S.? She, this is like, and this is what I talked about with Maria Boutina on Tuesday. I love that all of these people keep texting and DMing their crimes. Like, they don't stop. It's like, hey, can you meet me at a coffee shop? And then you tell them, your, you whisper the crime in the coffee shop. Like, you don't, like... You don't DM the person on Twitter and be like, hey, can you get me out of the U.S. so I can avoid trial? Right. I don't get what they think. Like, th- first of all, she works for the Russians. These people are like spy masters. How do you not have better techniques than this? No. Okay. So let's go through like what she did. And there's so much here that I think we're really like, it's like she is an iceberg and we have only like touched the tip of yes. it because there's so much going on with her. She is yes. sort of like you said the other day, she's like the link. Yes. She is the link. The link. The she missing link. Info. She's our uh, our Sasquatch. Yes. <laughs> yes. So she she has a relationship with multiple Russian intelligence officials. Apparently she was living with a fifth and in a relationship, like a, a fake relationship that the person thought was real but to her it was really like a spy operation i've been i've done that many times right. uh, <laughs> who hasn't been very in a lucrative. relationship where you don't really like the guy you're just a spy <laughs> very lucrative i hear maybe i should try it okay so she lived with this 56 year old republican operative they are called person one in the indictment Love that. um but in but okay so it details a relationship with this guy so in the indictment it was so apparently, regardless of the fact that she was living with this 56-year-old Republican guy, she also was apparently offering to have sex with men in other special interest groups, mm-hmm. which I assume are like also Republicans, mm-hmm. like probably NRA-tied people. Mm-hmm. So she was in this relationship as basically like her cover-up. 
mm-hmm. for like why she was living with this person. At the same time, she was a grad student and bragging about this operation openly to yes. like her, her her fellow students and professors. Yeah, like, her professor was like, oh yeah, she did raise her hand in class one day and say, I am working for the Russian government. <laughs> To try and spy on the U.S. Did she think that, like, if she was just really open about it, that we would think that it was not real? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that was kind of her game. Yeah. Which is kind of Trump's game. It's like, Russia, if you're listening, find the emails. Because it's sort of, when you do that, it sort of suggests, like, I'm not doing anything wrong because I'm I'm admitting to doing it. Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. So at the same time as she was a grad student, she also was creating what was kind of like a Russian shadow group for the NRA, Mm -hmm. like a gun rights group, even though there is no gun rights or like there is no gun rights group in Russia. I feel like like, I heard that she was like, she tried to create like a Siberia, like guns for Siberia or whatever. And I was like, you know what? If I had to come down on a side for guns, I would allow people in Siberia to have guns because it's crazy up there. There are bears. It's cold. There's all kinds of crazy shit that happens up there. I get why you would need a gun in Siberia. Right. Agreed. (laughs) Right. But I don't think that I think it was more like this whole thing was like a cover for creating. It wasn't real. Gun rights. But okay. But it's interesting. Why did she choose guns? She could have chosen Russian adoptions or any other fucking thing. But I think the reason she chose guns and this is me speculating or putting together the puzzle pieces, whatever you want to call it, that she wanted to be able to have some sort of like semi-legitimate link to the NRA Mm -hmm. so that money could be funneled from the Russians through the NRA to the Trump campaign. And that's where I think all this sort of ties in. And then I, I, and I think like, I mean, the Russians did a lot of research for this too. So it's like, I think they realized like, Oh, what is like an issue that is like really like hot? Yeah. And what is like an organization that has like a crazy amount of influence over like politicians and people and like, like you said, has a lot of money coming and going and changing hands and doing all this and stuff. Fans. And people who like are insanely intensely into it. Yeah. Um, at the expense of like our entire nation. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so it makes sense to me why, because also like if they were trying, they were trying to defeat, I mean, they were trying to create chaos in general, but eventually it's like, they're trying to defeat Hillary Clinton or uh, delegitimize her. What's a really good group to go through that like i just want to call to attention that there's only five million members of the nra that's actually not that much more followers than nra members you heard it here first i mean i feel like if you ever want to know how many people in america have micro penises this is the number (laughs) five million five Five million million. yeah five million micro penises okay so she was working for this like weird shadow group and she actually met Don Jr. at an NRA convention yes. like two years ago, I think in 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay. She went to National Prayer Breakfast. Right. Very important. Very pr- high profile. I pray that the United States falls to Russia. <laughs> I yeah. pray that the U.S. president is compromised. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. I mean, okay. Something. Okay. This, this I heard on Rachel Maddow last night and it is fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not being talked about really. So she was in cahoots with this guy who you mentioned, Alexander Torshin, who was, he has ties with Russian organized crime, which basically is the Russian government. Mm-hmm. They are organized crime. There's not a difference. And he works for the Russian National Bank. 
Okay, so on election night, there are DMs or Twitter messages or something between she and Alexander DM your crimes. <laughs> DM your crimes. <laughs> between she and Alexander Torshin discussing the Secretary of State nominee. Mm-hmm. Um, then she predicted that it would be Tillerson and asked Torshin to find out how our people f- felt that's in quotes about mm-hmm. this nomination. Okay. So fine. I, I get that. Like maybe that could have been said in like some semi legitimate maybe way. But the reason this becomes suspect is because at the same time, Russian trolls were trying to stop Mitt Romney by from becoming secretary of state. Oh yeah. Guys remember because that picture of Mitt Romney when he went to dinner thinking he was going to become secretary yeah. of state. And now he just has to be the Senator from Utah. Yeah. So basically because there are like online campaign to undermine Romney was so strong. Mm-hmm. It seems like he did not get picked. If you remember, why don't they like Romney? Because remember in 2012 when he said that Russia was the biggest geopolitical foe and yes. we all fucking laughed. I actually specifically, literally I had a flashback to myself watching him say that in my college apartment and turning to my friends and being like, this guy is like, like, what is he, what year does he even think this is? Like, it's yeah. not even the 60s. Same. Like I like roasted him. Yeah, I same. remember doing it. And now I'm like, yeah, I roasted dude. him hard, but something I do want to say, here's the thing. The fact that he said that they're the biggest geopolitical foe, mm-hmm. I think actually makes that sort of like an accurate statement. Yes. But at the time, ISIS was very big. So yes. we were like, oh, ISIS is the number one enemy. Duh. But we didn't think about it in terms of like what he meant by geopolitical foe yeah. as in like an actual threat to us as a superpower, yeah. which is what he meant. I think that we were we were wrong. We were, it's okay. Man, but okay. I ap- mittens. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> Trump had never met Rex Tillerson prior to picking him as secretary of state. So this suggests to me that for, that there was some foreign influence involved in this pick when he could have picked, Rom- pit, picked Mitt Romney, who was ready to kiss his ass. Mm-hmm. And if it weren't for the Russian trolls and that their campaign and potentially their direct influence, I feel like Mitt Romney would have been the secretary of state. I wonder, Why did Trump pick this guy? He I didn't wonder, know and didn't like. Yeah. I wonder what secretary of state Mitt Romney would have been like. I don't know, but I think he probably would have been tougher on Russia. Yeah. That's I this mean, problem. That's, so that's why they don't want that. I mean, okay. So Maria Butina, it seems like she has some like legitimate power in yeah. these, within these groups. I love that. I love that she's 29. I love that she was fucking this man. Right. <laughs> I love that she has sort of like a bottle, like a hot topic, red hairstyle. Yeah. Um, which is, I just love, I love all of it. I, had I like that she's got the two eyes. But you know what? You know what? The one thing that kind of like I see as the sweet spot of all this, mm-hmm. if for some, if in some way this entire scandal is able to bring down the Trump administration and the NRA, I will like, it will have all been worth yeah. it. It will have it all really been will. fucking worth it. If the NRA gets fucked from this scandal, I will like, oh my God. Yeah. I'll be so happy. I mean, that would be, that's why I like, that's why I am in, I'm obsessed with Maria Butina at this point Me because too. she is like, she's the missing link. Me too. So does this bring us to the end? I think it kind of does. does. Oh, is- there, there's one thing that I did want to say from last yeah. week's podcast. So we, uh, we got it wrong. Great Britain is the island itself, which is England, Wales, and Scotland. And the UK is England, Wales, and Scotland plus Northern Ireland. I think we said it the other yeah. way around. But again, and we were roasting Trump for not knowing. But again, the president should know more about um, 
every other country than me. And you can guarantee he didn't Google it after. No, he, he didn't, didn't Google he it. He didn't check up on it. Something, oh, something else I wanted to actually correct from last week was that, or from earlier this week, Brian said that Putin and Trump met when he gave him that present. That, oh, like, box. but he didn't. They didn't meet. Um, he Putin couldn't make it to the pageant because there was like some traffic from like some Swedish royals coming to the country. <laughs> because the pipe burst and his was full of asbestos. <laughs> no, there, there was like some, there were some like Scandinavian royals in town and there was too much traffic. So Putin couldn't make it to the Miss America pageant, but he did send that gift, which was a black box with a letter in it that no one knows what it says. And that is only scary because you know if it said something that was like able to be revealed that Trump would be fucking sharing what it said yes He'd be like Putin wrote me a letter and he said that he loves me and he says yes. that he wants to date me and he's just like not right now yeah exactly like but it's also it's also funny because didn't Putin or someone recently was like yeah Trump went for the Miss America pageant but Putin wasn't even aware that that happened which is like so crazy because one he gave him a letter that we all know right. about and two like if Donald Trump is flying a cabal of hot women to Russia Vladimir Putin knows about that. Right, like right. he's like aware that that's yeah, happening. Right. And Brian's main point was true that Putin yeah. was aware of it, but they didn't yeah. meet in person. Yes. That is the one thing. Okay, guys. Well, we are gotta either, go. we've got to go. We're either leaving or staying, depending on the asbestos situation. I think I'm going back to Brooklyn. Same. I'm just afraid to like walk down the street a little bit and like inhale something. I think bad. I'm going to run. Run? <laughs> That'll make you out of Cover breath my... and then you'll have to breathe more. True. Maybe I'll get, maybe I'll put on a Here's mask. Here's the thing. Like, where's the air? Like, where does the air, the asbestos air end and the, the good, and air, the good begin? air begin? Like, do you think I'll be safe on the Upper West Side? <laughs> yeah, like... These are these are all really good questions that we're going to find out the answer to, I guess, in the coming couple of days. Um, but guys, <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast, please uh, screenshot it or screenshot our newsletter, which you should be subscribed to. If you are not, we will send you stickers. DM us your address. Yes, you have to DM the address in addition to the screenshot where you tag us. Yes. Otherwise, we don't know how to send it to you yes. and we don't know that you screenshot. We it. don't know where you live. We don't understand Sometimes people will screenshot things and they'll tag me and I'm like, does this person want a sticker? I know I don't they want know. a sticker, but I don't have but an address. But I don't have their address. So send the address as well. You will receive the stickers. Uh, guys, until the end of democracy or until... At least we can't use that tagline anymore. I know. It's like, it actually doesn't work because every week I have to be like, until the end of democracy, which was five days ago. Uh, guys, until we all die of asbestos poisoning. <laughs> I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And this is the Benches Sup Podcast. Bye. Batches.